In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as we do each and every day. We'll also be discussing Elon Musk won't be the richest person if Bitcoin goes above a million dollars per coin. That's right. In fact, anyone hodling a million Bitcoin will become the world's first trillionaire. Let that sink in. Also in today's show, Tuttle Capital proposes six ETFs that magnify the spot Bitcoin ETF performance. I'll be breaking this down for you, as well as the latest with Grayscale and VanEck, the latest to register with the exchanges for their spot Bitcoin ETF shares. We'll also be discussing spot Bitcoin ETF versus self-custody, the pros and cons, and is there a conflict? We'll also be discussing breaking news, BlackRock Bitcoin ETF delay conspiracy exposed by Max Kaiser, quoting the high priest right here. Source, a delay in Bitcoin ETF listing connected to coordination with possible anti-self-custody laws. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, crypto fam. What it do? Happy January 4th. Uh, Bitcoin's right back at 44000 Just as I to told you it was, we were dumping the other day, and I told you that the dip would be very short-lived. And lo and behold, we right back on top, family. So let's freaking go. 2024 in full effect. Today is pod episode number 1512. I'm your host, JV, and today is January 4th, 2024. Now, 2023 was pretty lit. We rose roughly 170% from the bottom, and 2024 is going to be 10x, in my opinion. Anything is possible considering ETF approval around the corner, potentially today or by next week. Or let's not forget also we have the Bitcoin halving scheduled to take place in only three and a half months in April. So let's freaking go. But anyways, fam, let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. You got Bitcoin back in the green, as I told you. Yeah, I mean, we corrected the other day. We were down three G's and everyone's like, oh no, how down are we going to go? And I said, I would not be surprised if we recover all of our losses by this time tomorrow. Lo and behold, it's now this time tomorrow. We're back above $44,140. Bitcoin up 3% on the daily. The entire market is pumping once again. So it sounds like that matrix port story was nothing more than FUD. So take that, FUDsters and hawksters. Just saying, hucksters. <laughs> Ethereum is up 3%, trading just below 2300 Solana up 8.5%. BNB in the green, XRP, AVAX, and Cardano. And zooming out. For our performance on the monthly, you can see now Bitcoin up 5%, BNB 37%, Sol 73%, Cardano 41%, AVAX leading the pack up over 72%. And the only top crypto actually in the red for the past month is XRP down 5.5% along with Dogecoin down almost 9%. And checking out uh, coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap, sits at $1.68 with $77 billion in volume for the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance is at 51.3% with the Ether dominance at 16.3%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we got Beam up 37%. We also have Celestia up 28% and Aptos up 21.5%. Below that, the Woo Network, Injective, and Cospa. Now, which altcoins, if any, are you most bullish on for this bull run? Please let me know, family, in the comments 
right down below. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective of the overall market. You can see the majority of all the alts today are in the green, only a handful in the red. Again, the top gainers, Osmo, Beam, Apt, and Celestia. And uh, zooming out on the monthly, Overall, massive gainer still. You got some of these alts literally up over 100%, including SATs, SAY, uh, BitTorrent, INJ, ASTR, HNT, Optimism, ICP, Osmo, just massive overall gainers. And checking out the Crypto Green Fear Index, we did pull back finally, as I predicted we would today. We're now still in greed, but we're now a 68, no longer in the 70s. Yesterday was a 70, last week a 73, and last month a 75 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. But anyways, uh, let's kick it off with our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out some of the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. At least we're back above 44,000. So congratulations to all my Bitcoin hodlers. We are up over $1,300 on the day. And we just getting started this 2024. So let's go. So yeah, here we go. Bitcoin stayed lower into January 4th as markets emerged from a 9% Bitcoin price crash. You can thank Matrix Port for that. Data from Cointelegraph showed Bitcoin circling the area of 43,000 before the Wall Street Open. And now we're just above 44. So we're continuing our onwards momentum. You know what I mean? The latest drop that had accompanied an industry claim that U.S. regulators would reject the latest round of the spot Bitcoin ETF apps, continuing a years-long struggle to launch them. No, it's been a decade <laughs> since the first ETF spot has been denied. And that was actually submitted by the Winklevoss twins literally a decade ago. No specific evidence was provided. The commentators quickly brushed off the idea that the decision had already become known. Subsequent filings by would-be ETF providers further stoked intrigue. These included a securities registration by Fidelity Investments, which soon garnered claims that an approval had arrived. Quoting Marty Party here, breaking, Fidelity just registered an 8A for their Fidelity Wise Origin Bitcoin Fund. 8A means they are now registered security that can be traded publicly. FBTC ETF is approved. Wow, that's an interesting kicker name, FBTC, right? It's like FU Bitcoin, what? Uh, anyways, update. Next will be the CBOE listing, and I'll update that when. So there you have it. Very interesting. And reacting, James Safart, a analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence, again dismissed the documents as providing proof of an ETF green light. Here's what he said. I am still looking towards next week. So the top ETF analysts are still anticipating the approval by January 10th being the deadline. Now, Bitcoin markets thus face little by way of course of forces, either up or down. Popular trader Dan Crypto Trades had a return to the familiar Bitcoin price range from December, telling his subs that they should not expect too much on the shorter timeframes. Quoting the analysts here, Bitcoin back near the middle of the range after deviating above. Good to keep watching this range to watch for a potential break. Wouldn't expect too much as long as the price hangs around the mid-range. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. And follow uh, fellow trader Jelly was more optimistic, highlighting the key levels that should soon come into play. Quoting him here, price grinding up on the 21-day exponential moving average, while the RSI and the MACD are almost fully reset. ETF news soon. Going to be a big week. Send it. Now, the day prior, Jelly described the current prices as the best buying opportunity in a long time for both Bitcoin and 
the altcoins. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment. I agree. I think right now it's a phenomenal buying opportunity. Some of you are still stuck on the low from last year, as Keith Hunt pointed out earlier, which was roughly $16,000, right? When we started the year, because today we're at 44. However, looking into the future, 44 is pretty good deal because you're still below the 69,000 all-time high. It's a substantial discount from the top. Also considering where we're going to be heading this cycle in 2024 and 2025, we have uncharted territory we're entering in FAM right around the corner. Uh, but let's dive into our next story of the day. We just discussed the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. Now let's discuss this headline. Elon Musk won't be the richest person to Bitcoin goes above a million dollars. That's right. Satoshi for sure will be a trillionaire. That's one. Now, Bitcoin creator Satoshi is assumed to hold around 1.1 million Bitcoin worth 46 billion as of today. This means the world's richest person and the first trillionaire might not be Elon if Bitcoin ever reaches that high six-figure range. Meanwhile, other prominent Bitcoin holders have also made billions from the rise in Bitcoin over the past 15 years. One of the most notable examples is the MicroStrategy CEO, Mr. Saylor, who is up a whopping $2.6 billion on his Bitcoin investment. Not too shabby. So how high would the Bitcoin price be for a Bitcoin billionaire such as MicroStrategy CEO, Michael Saylor, to become the world's richest person. Let's discuss it. Several factors must be considered to explore the possibility of Saylor overtaking Elon as the wealthiest person in the world with Bitcoin prices rising. Namely, Saylor's total Bitcoin holdings and Elon Musk's net worth and exclude his own possible Bitcoin and likely Dogecoin stacks for his th this theoretical exercise. Latest data shows Saylor's total Bitcoin holdings amount to 206,882, which clearly includes MicroStrategy's 189,000 BTC and his own stash of 17,732 BTC. And according to Forbes, Elon's net worth, on the other hand, is approximately 219 billion, which is roughly a quarter trillion dollars. To calculate the Bitcoin price necessary for Saylor's net worth to surpass Musk, we need to find the price per Bitcoin that would value Saylor's holdings pass 219 billion. So let's break down the calculation, which you can try. Here we go. Michael Saylor's personal Bitcoin holdings, again, 17,070 uh, or 32. MicroStrategy, 189,000. The total Bitcoin holdings, his company and personal stash, 206,882 BTC, roughly valued at 9 billion today. And then we got Elon's net worth of 219 billion. So here we go. Seven-figure price prediction to surpass Elon's net worth of approximately 220 20 billion, the price of Bitcoin would need to reach approximately $1 million per coin. This is a substantial 24x increase from the current Bitcoin prices, but it would uh, nevertheless align with numerous price predictions. At the same time, this reflects the remaining big gap in net worth between the two entrepreneurs. It is important to note that this scenario is hypothetical and depends on various factors, including Bitcoin's market dynamics, Elon's fluctuating net worth, and Michael Saylor maintaining his Bitcoin holdings. And additionally, such a dramatic rise in the Bitcoin price would likely have far-reaching implications for the crypto market and global financial systems. So there you have it. Let's also speculate here and have some fun. Who else do you think owns the most Bitcoin personally? Not companies, not exchanges, but here's the people that come off the top of my mind right now. I believe Max Kaiser clearly owns more Bitcoin than MicroStrategy and Michael Saylor combined. He's an early adopter. He was already a millionaire before promoting Bitcoin in 2011. 
You know what I mean? He was an insider in Wall Street, journalist, the, the Kaiser Report. So if I was to guess, I would guess, just guess, speculation, that Max is sitting on just as much Bitcoin as Satoshi himself, making Max Kaiser one of the largest hodlers of Bitcoin on the planet, which would mean, hypothetically speaking, if Bitcoin hit a million dollars per coin, as we're discussing, then if you own and hold a million Bitcoin, one million times a million is a trillion. So could Max Kaiser become the first trillionaire? That would be pretty lit. Now, who are some other guys? We know CZ, one of the largest hodlers of crypto. They say his net worth went up $25 billion just in 2023, the same year he stepped down as the CEO of Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange. So let me know your thoughts on that. But I know CZ is very wealthy, clearly, because it's all publicly displayed. But Max is on the low. I think he is probably one of the largest hodlers of Bitcoin besides Satoshi. Da Vinci, I know he's up there, of course, because he was preaching Bitcoin back when it was a dollar, telling us to buy it. But I don't think he has anywhere near the amount that some of these other guys have. But he's definitely up there. Uh, Jamie Demon, wouldn't be surprised. Pocahontas probably owns a lot. Wouldn't be shocked. And on that note, uh, shout out to Cleto. I appreciate you subbing to the pod family. But let's break down our next story of the day. We still got a lot to go through. Uh, the focus here is ETFs because we're all anticipating this ETF approval by this time next week. So let's break this one down. Uh, Tuttle Capital proposes six ETFs that magnify the spot Bitcoin ETF performance. Uh, ETF issuer Tuttle Capital Management filed for six proposed leverage and inverse Bitcoin ETFs with the US SEC in hopes of offering magnified returns from a spot Bitcoin ETF. Tuffle filed three N1A forms with the SEC on January 3rd, which are filings used by investment companies to create new open-ended mutual funds. Bloomberg Intelligence ETF analyst Jen, uh, Henry Jim shared the filings on X on the same day, noting an effective date of March 18th, 2024. Quitting him here, we have filings for six leveraged Bitcoin ETFs already. Don't even have a spot ETF approved yet, but Total Capital waits for no one, as he shares here. And that is very interesting, to say the least, because we don't really care about futures ETFs, but uh, clearly they do. The Bitcoin ETF apps include T-Rex. Oh, my God, for real? We're doing the dinosaur theme here? Uh, oh, my God. Anyways, the funds seek daily inverse leverage or long leverage investment results of up to 150%. For the 1.5x product, the 200% for the 2x product, Tuttle plans to initially use BlackRock's perspective, iShare Spot Bitcoin ETF, as the underlying reference for swap agreements, but says it may change the reference asset in the future. Shout out to the real Gary Gensler. He says, Bitcoin running, leak in my office. Bah! Yeah, it happens, Gary. It happens, brother. The funds are riskier than alternatives that do not use leverage because the funds magnify the performance of their underlying security, according to the filings. Tuttle hasn't yet disclosed the proposed ticker symbol or set a management fee. Uh, as shared here, it was only a matter of time. I mean, now we got the 1.5x inverse spot. We have the 1.5x long spot. We have the 1.75x inverse spot. This is kind of getting out of hand, if you're to ask me. Uh, but anyways, what are your thoughts on that? Tuttle currently has seven listed ETFs and 96 million bucks in total assets, according to data from Stock Analysis. And amongst its listed products, uh, which I just mentioned, the T-Rex 2X Long, Tesla Daily Target, and the T-Rex TX Long, NVIDIA Daily Target ETF. So there you have it. What are your thoughts on that, family? 
let me know. You guys are awesome. We still got a lot to share. Keep the pumps coming. We're going to get over a thousand people on the stream and we're going to get to 45,000 maybe. Let's see. But let's break down our next story of the day because I still got a lot of news to cover. Here's the latest with the GBTC slash, um, yeah, Grayscale and VanEck ETFs and what is happening right now. While awaiting a decision from the US SEC, asset manager Grayscale Investments and VanEck have filed notices with the financial regulator regulator. They intended to register shares of the spot Bitcoin ETF fund on stock exchanges. In a separate January 4th filing with the SEC, the Van Eck Bitcoin Trust and Grayscale Bitcoin Trust used the 8A to uh, register their shares as securities listed on the CBOE, BZX Exchange, and New York Stock Exchange ARCA, respectively. The filings part of registering an ETF with the SEC followed a similar registration from the Fidelity Wise Origin Bitcoin Fund on January 3rd. Multiple spot Bitcoin investment vehicle applications are in the SEC's pipeline, as many in the space expect the commission to decide on the potential approval within the next week. Some speculate that the SEC can approve multiple listings ahead of January 10th deadline for the spot uh, uh, ETF offering from ARK Invest and 21 shares. Now the Form 8A filings, while a forward move of for registering these ETFs did not necessarily suggest that the SEC will approve the listings, Bloomberg analyst uh, James Safart uh, shared on X that people should be on the lookout for approvals with the 19B4 form and completed S1 document. Now Grayscale's chief legal officer, Craig Salam and CEO Michael Sunshine both posted ambiguous messages on X amid speculation that the SEC would reach a decision soon. Here's what Craig shared. Just filling out some forms and Sunshine uh, shared, big work week. Now, the SEC has never approved a spot Bitcoin ETF for listing and trading on a U.S. Base exchange. Multiple asset managers, including BlackRock, the largest firm with roughly $9 trillion in assets under management, Bitwise, Fidelity, Valkyrie, Wisdom Tree, and Vesco, have applications for spot Bitcoin and Ether ETFs with the SEC. Crypto traders in the U.S. have been able to get exposure to investment vehicles tied to the Bitcoin future since 2021, when the SEC approved an offering from ProShares. In contrast, Canadian regulators approved a spot Bitcoin ETF from Purpose Investments, in 2021. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Shout out Robert Skeels. I appreciate you subbing to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. Let's get this mofo lit. We're up over $1,500 on the day. Bitcoin is pumping. You gotta love it. Respect the pump. Anyways, we still got lots more to cover. Keep smashing the likes. Keep the comments lit. I appreciate it. But let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the latest with ETF versus self-custody. And then we'll dive into our feature story of the day, discuss the latest conspiracy with the Bitcoin ETF delays and what's really going on behind closed doors right now. You know what I mean? So here we go. Spot Bitcoin ETF versus self-custody. Is there a conflict? As the crypto community holds its collective breath. <gasps> Anticipation of the potential approval of spot Bitcoin ETF in the U.S., Trezor Bitcoin analyst Joseph has argued that such products could take people further from self-custody. However, many industry observers don't see a direct confrontation between the concept of a spot Bitcoin ETF 
and self-custody. That's right, because there's two different purposes, right? The spot Bitcoin ETF is an investment product that tracks the price of Bitcoin by holding Bitcoin and allows investors to buy and sell Bitcoin through a traditional brokerage account. And unlike a Bitcoin ETF, which offers indirect exposure to BTC, self-custodial solutions enable one to own Bitcoin directly with users taking sole responsibility for holding the private key to access the assets. And shout out to Crypto Rob. Welcome to the HODL gang. Now, Cointelegraph spoke to several executives and analysts in the industry to find out whether they agree with Joseph on this issue and found that not many do. Most said they believe that these different methods of exposure to Bitcoin do not compete with one another. Quoting them here, ETFs are funds and institutional investors that are unable to hold the underlying asset, said Jan3 CEO, Samson Mao. However, the situation will change over time and institutions can transform their mandates to be able to hold the underlying Bitcoin. Some retail investors may also buy ETFs to add to tax efficiency structures, but holding real Bitcoin is what most people should do. Amen. Quoting Samson here, ETFs don't really compete with Bitcoin. They are a poor substitute for the underlying asset. However, they are useful as a bridge solution as legacy finance adapts to the new Bitcoin reality. Now, David Gerard, author of the book, or author of the book, uh, Attack of the 50-Foot Blockchain, I got to read that, has voiced a similar stance. Holding keys is something for serious Bitcoin enthusiasts or traders who are cautious about the risks of keeping keys. I don't see how they'll conflict, he said, adding that these ETFs are treating Bitcoin as a dollar derivative so as to get more dollars, he stated. You could do both. There are Bitcoin enthusiasts in the finance world without issue, I think. Now, Leah Wald, the co-founder and CEO of Valkyrie, one of the applicants for the spot Bitcoin ETF in the US, gave a similar take. It is not a conflict. It is more a matter of preference. Some investors will prefer to self-custody their Bitcoin, while other investors want access to the potential of Bitcoin via an ETF that alleviates the burdens that come with self-custody. Now, Bloomberg ETF analyst Eric Balchunas compared Bitcoin to gold in an interview, quoting him here, gold is the exact same way. Some people like to actually get gold bars and store them in the basement. The ETF market is for people who want exposure but don't want to be bothered with the hassle like the wallet or buying gold bars in case of gold. Then you got to get a safe and put the bars in the safe. And most people aren't into that, he noted. Balchunas also said that he doesn't self-custody Bitcoin because he doesn't trust himself to keep the keys safe or risk forgetting them. Jesus Christ, quoting him here, I can't even remember my Amazon password, so I would never self-custody Bitcoin. I think most people are in the same boat. Now, I disagree. I would say most of you guys are the opposite and probably more like me um, and that you prefer self-custody and that you depend upon yourself and the fact that you could remember where you store your private keys. Let me know your sentiment regarding this statement in the comments. Now, Trezor's analyst also shared in December of 2023 that he believes a spot Bitcoin ETF in the US can trigger fundamental problems related to the original vision of Bitcoin by its anonymous creator, Mr. Nakamoto. Spot Bitcoin ETFs take people further from self-custody and potentially introduce a systemic risk as ETFs will be safer on the surface than the exchanges. There you go. So what's your thoughts on all of this? Let me know in the comments right down below. Here's our featured story of the day. BlackRock Bitcoin ETF delay conspiracy exposed by the one and only high priest, Max Kaiser. He tweeted here, I think it was this morning, let's see, 12.38 p.m. January 4th. Yes. So here's what Max tweeted. Source, 
A delay in Bitcoin ETF listing connected to coordination with possible anti-self-custody laws. And he also made some other alarming tweets uh, throughout the weeks. He wrote on December 20th at 9 p.m., which got 887,000 views. In 40 years of finance, I have never seen such a coordination and cooperation by so many financial institutions working hand in glove with regulators and politicians, as I'm seeing with the coming wave of Bitcoin ETFs. I think we may be in for an unwelcome surprise. And let's continue down the rabbit hole. Seems like all these Bitcoin ETFs have agreed to cash in, cash out. Investors will track the price, but have no claim on actual BTC, a fiat money version of Bitcoin. Simultaneously, Washington is apparently looking to ban self-custody. That's right. Referring to like that bill from uh, Elizabeth Warren. Now, if this is true, it's exceptional. Due to the size of the highly coordinated bait and switch by Wall Street, in Washington. The best way to beat this is to move to Bitcoin country, El Salvador. And this was off the back of the news that Swan launched here just in. Firms are anticipating a decision from the SEC on Bitcoin spot ETF shortly after January 8th. They are optimistic about the approval, but with a caveat. Unlike typical ETFs, this Bitcoin spot ETF would require shares to be purchased exclusively with cash. This requirement stems from the SEC's concerns about ETFs potentially being used for money laundering. And uh, yeah, very interesting as if uh, the U.S. dollar isn't used every day for illicit activity, such as money laundering, just as if uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, the world's largest bank in, well, in the United States, that is, uh, didn't have to pay over $38 billion worth of fines over the years for things like uh, illicit use of their money, such as money laundering. But hey, I digress. Max continues, the timing of this is also interesting. A conspiracy theorist might say the 69,370 BTC are now a key part of the collateral backing these ETF rollouts. The government and proxies uh, get the benefit of price appreciation on their actual Bitcoin as billions flow into the new fake Bitcoin ETFs. And this was off the back of the news that Gaber Gerbach shared here. U.S. Appeals Court approved the forfeiture of 69,370 BTC from the Silk Road case, which we covered here in the pod. People are speculating if and when the U.S. government would sell the coins. I wonder why one that can just print money would sell hard assets. Just a thought. And I think that's a great thought. What do you guys think about that? And let's continue down the rabbit hole. GBTC has approximately 600,000 BTC, making them the largest hodler of Bitcoin on paper in the world. I heard that number was closer to 620,000, just FYI. Now, the deal with the government to get ETF approval via the SEC and Gensler, and remember Barry, referring to Barry Silbert, has been caught engaging in accounting irregularities, so needs a friend in the Department of Justice, is to make those Bitcoin easily available to the government in certain circumstances, like an economic emergency that is 100% already baked into the cake. Now, interestingly enough, uh, Barry Silbert has stepped down as the head or CEO, whatever his position was, over at Grayscale slash GBTC slash Genesis, which makes it all that much more interesting. Max also shares here, this is highly unusual, supports my theory, we'll find out soon enough, and that's off the back of this news. The SEC is holding rare conference call, which was a couple of weeks back, with all the spot Bitcoin ETF applicants, and that was reported, uh, you know, the big meetup, and to discuss it's only going to be accepting ETF apps for cash in, cash out 
which should be pretty alarming. He also tweeted here, this is unprecedented off the back of the news with all these major asset managers meeting with the SEC. And let's continue. Like the Sprott physical gold ETF, El Salvador's Bitcoin ETF will give investors a Bitcoin exit with the actual BTC. This will put the 13 Bitcoin ETFs to be listed in the United States to shame. So what he's ultimately hinting at here is that El Salvador is going to launch a real spot Bitcoin ETF with Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out that's going to put to shame all the rest. And I think he shared a few more things in regards to this. So let's continue with the tweets. Good news. We're looking into a Bitcoin ETF to list here in El Salvador. Shout out El Salvador and Bukele that will allow Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out. This will be a unique product in the world. All 13 Bitcoin ETFs waiting for the listing in the U.S. are cash in, cash out. Just fiat versions of Bitcoin. And we all know what we think about fiat here on the channel, family. Trash. Now, he also wrote here, breaking the holiday season, El Salvador achieves a milestone. More people are fleeing the United States and migrating to El Salvador. Reverse migration is picking up speed. And the El Salvador Bitcoin ETF will be the real Bitcoin, not fake Bitcoin like BlackRock. So there you go. He's basically calling them out. So I got a lot of respect uh, for Max as he's an insider and uh, also wrote another way to get exposure to El Salvador's incredible growth story. I'm getting great feedback with a plan to take the El Salvador Stock Exchange public in 2024 via Bitfinex Securities here in El Salvador. We're also looking to list a real Bitcoin ETF with Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out as well. Not like these fake ETFs like BlackRock. So there you have it. Let's continue with some more tweets. Uh, so Kathy Wood shared something, quoting her here. A spot Bitcoin ETF will be the most liquid way to access exposure to Bitcoin. And Max blew the whistle. False. This is misleading. All the new spot Bitcoin ETFs give investors exposure to a proxy instrument that tracks the price of Bitcoin, but no access to actual Bitcoin. And Max is right. It's cash in, cash out. You get the IOU equivalent. Now, this is uh, Samson Mao retweeted this from Ben Van Hool. Regarding the ETFs, it's not that complicated. Constant additions by applicants and reviews by SEC. Pressure from legal cases. Issuers are spending on commercials already. That's right. We got the Bitwise commercials with the most interesting man in the world. And then you have the Hashdex commercials. And there's a few other ones that were just recently released that we cover here in the show. Some are even funding already. Correct. Uh, BlackRock's already funding their ETF and many of the others are, which we have covered in previous episodes. The SEC is meeting with the exchanges. Institutions are screaming for a way to invest into Bitcoin. Weird things can happen, but a 90 to 99% certainty is not crazy. Now, Samson made a good point here. He tweeted this just the other day. Nipsey don't look because he likes to chase cats. You don't sell your Bitcoin just because the prediction article said that the ETFs will be denied. That's right, because the entire market crashed $3,000 Bitcoin crashed, at least, along with the entire market, just off the back of that one FUD article, you know what I mean, from Matrix Sport. So I no longer have respect for Matrix Sport because the day prior, they were talking about, it's inevitable, Bitcoin will get the ETF and we will reach $50,000 in the month of January. 24 hours later, they released that FUD piece and they said, oh, it's getting denied. We're not going to get any ETF this quarter and we're lucky if we maintain above 40,000. So yeah, shame on you if you actually listen to the FUD. The cats are telling you straight up. Now, 
Uh, Bitcoin ETF race will push the issuers to disclose their addresses as well, um, according to Samson Mao. But I want to know your thoughts uh, regarding this breaking news from Max that a delay in the Bitcoin ETF listing is connected to coordination with possible anti-self-custody laws. Let me know your thoughts. I'm going to read some more of your comments. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.